You guys, okay, hello, you are I'm Anna, you are listening to the Devices, Decisive, oh man, but you are listening to Decisive, Decisive, oh, it's not easy, Decisive, Decisive, okay, hello, I'm Alma, you are listening to the Decisive podcast series number 73, Exclusive Munich. First of all, I will thank Roberto for having me, and second, <laughs> stay safe, have fun, and be happy. <laughs> How you doing, everybody? Welcome back to another decisive podcast series. I mean, this is double whammy in one day. Yeah, uh, Thursday again, every first and third Thursday of the month, we do this. Uh, welcoming to the program another Munich local. She's been around for a while, played many of the clubs. She's reminded me of some of the places that she's been and it's been a good 15 years or so you know and uh i'll save that for the for the uh interview but uh today uh earlier you heard uh our podcast with hvm and now my guest her name is elma she was resident at harry klein which is a very uh, well-established club here in munich she's played many clubs in Munich actually and I'm happy to have another female to express herself and tell us what makes her tick as a female in the music business and as a DJ. It'll be interesting to understand her perspective but in the meantime and in between time make sure you go to check out our Facebook group. Make sure you start a chat with us, huh? We are talking about music scene. We're talking about letting us know how you feel. We're talking about spreading love. We're talking about spreading the music, the DJ, the culture, the nightlife, what we expect to happen in the future, what we hope to happen. Did you get your vaccine? Your vaccine? You know, really cool stuff. Let us know what you think. Don't forget this episode of the Decisive Podcast Series number 73 will be posted on our SoundCloud page. On the SoundCloud page. So make sure that you go there, check out the mix in its entirety without the interview. Me talking, her talking, you know. But anyway, don't forget our Instagram page too. Also, get the shiny pictures and, you know, just get connected, well connected. Looks like that's what we're doing. Twitter also. Although there's nothing like a gathering, it's nothing like holding hands, it's nothing like hugging your friends, it's nothing like being out and being free. Let's not mistake that with social media, okay? I do understand. So I love the organic feel, and I hopefully you do too. Don't forget to check out our Throwback Mondays, Throwback Mondays, where I introduce all the older podcasts that we've done. It's kind of a revisit of our archive it's it's fun check it out a lot of great great material with that said let's get on with the decisive interview with my guest elma and surely i hope you're having a wonderful day thanks for the love peace let's do it so we have this episode i have a young lady that i've known for quite a while and her name I think, I believe, years ago was a big controversy with another young lady. <laughs> but uh, it just so happens it was consequent that they had both had the last names. And what can you do about that? I'd like to welcome to uh, my Decisive Podcast series, the new 
uh, launch of the Decisive Podcast series, Miss Elma Gold. She was a resident at Harry Klein. What other clubs were you resident at? Well, you played a lot at resident. You were resident for which clubs? I was resident in uh, uh, the Registrature and Harry Klein and the Garden Club and Chaka Chaka and uh, yes, I hope I didn't forget anything. Um, no, Electric Delicate, yes. Ooh. Electric Delicate, yes. Well, those of you that know those clubs or been in and out of Munich's club scene, those were some of the hottest clubs of, uh, in Munich at that time. Elma, welcome to the Decisive Podcast Series. Uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> and, uh, yes, at the beginning you said I'm a gold, but I'm a gold is... is um, over since I think seven years now. Kind of, it just came up, and I know that this whole thing is over, <laughs> but uh, uh, it just came to my mind spontaneously. But how are you doing, and what's going on? How am I doing? I'm I'm happy. I'm pretty fine. Um, yes, it's COVID. I know, but uh, one and a half year ago, I gave birth. For, I gave my second daughter birth. Um, changed a lot her life. A second time, um, first child was a was a big change, but the second one was more work, more more work, and um, so. Um, I was out of a lot of things because of taking care of two is, is for, a, for a mother a lot. So COVID came, but at the moment it came one year ago, it uh, didn't change that much, much at that time. So now, yes. yes now. What were you doing club-wise before you came to motherhood? What clubs were you playing at? Harry Klein, yes. Harry Klein. Harry Klein. Mm-hmm. I was staying there uh, every month. Uh, and when I was pregnant with the first one, I played there until the seventh month. Then I had a break of, I think, more than a half year. I started when my started again when my first daughter was two months. And since then I played until my was in the seven months with my second daughter. But with the second one, when she was two months, there was no no chance to play. It was did you did you think that your DJing would just end after having two kids, or did you know that uh, you would still? at some point get back to it or did you just think that okay now I'm a mother DJ is over it was always like I I hope I can do both Uh, before being a mother I didn't know how hard this stuff is (laughs) with one child you can do more because I have a husband and two persons with one child they can share it but for mm-hmm. me, yes, uh, I wanted to have another one, and I know I, I knew that it will be hard. But I think I want to try, and I want to. Uh, I mean, I guess that's part of growing up as a woman, right? You want to have a family. You wanted to have a family. Yes, I want to have a family, and I want to stay tuned on this. Yes, uh, I want to have a family, but I want to be a right. DJ as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I mean. Um, I ask that because I can only imagine how tough it is and the decisions 
that a woman must make uh, between her job and having kids and then are balancing those things out. Was the club very supportive of this? Uh, yes, they were. Um, because the Harry Klein is very open, they're very, for them, well, yes, it's Tolerate important them. to show the scene how hard it is for women to be uh, in a scene. It's not so easy like right. for, ma- for men. They have a month every mm-hmm. year, it's called Mary Klein, and it's the only female month, yes. and they have. Um, only female artists, uh, VJs, DJs, and they have uh, discussion rounds where women out of the scene talk about things they're doing, what it could, mm-hmm. what could be better. What could be better, what they can change, what they can improve on for the scene, for, for Munich. In real life, yes, it is. Yes, you can show it, you can talk about it, but... Um, as a mother, you can't um, behave like one, you don't have children. So I had the time to sit at my computer right. and make social uh, network. Right. I can't go out and say, hey, come to mm. my party. I play. I'm there from right. 11 p.m. until the morning, uh, 7 o'clock. And if you come, be my friend. We can drink, we can socialize. So if I'm a mother, I can come at the time I play, 10 minutes before I play and after that I go home because I know my baby wakes up uh, at this time and uh, otherwise I'm not there or I don't have to sleep so I can't socialize the way that it was before. So before without children, kids, I went out and the whole night and met friends and talked to them and they came to my party and they make uh, social media every day I was on my phone and now but I don't have the time for it so was your was your husband very supportive <laughs> of you doing both being a mother and DJ or was it tough on him as well I think he, he's doing his best how he can and he supports me but if I would be um, a DJ who plays every weekend around the world right. <laughs> children I had a child or two he wouldn't do this every weekend and he said I'll go out every weekend and play and I'm here because he has a full-time job from Monday until Friday and the weekend is only it's our time where we can have time together as a family He would have another job and, and was a freelancer and could do his his work on the weekends and probably okay, but not with the job he, he owns. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I guess this is to be expected. Um, you have to make these kind of choices in life and for family and job and and as a, a female. I mean, I think it's a great thing um, that uh, females are uh, able to. Uh, I don't know if I if I was if I was a, a male that had kids. I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> I would probably I would probably drop dead. But uh, I think it's really brave of you uh, of uh, women to be able to to do such things. It's a good thing that uh, I guess Harry Klein um, yeah, does what they, they can do. to support women. But I think also DJing has been a male dominated job. But I think also there's been many many women many successful successful women that are um, are just talented enough to be in a place where 
it requires just a person that knows how to do what they do good. At some point, I think that this is also, it's like a a positive and negative thing to that because sometimes I get a bad feeling that we're yeah. separating peoples. Yeah. I think men have, <laughs> has, uh, their, have their problems as well. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Men's, gays, straight, yes, yes. whatever. Um, and I, and I, yeah, and I think over the over the last couple of, I, I'm gonna say the last five to ten years, um, since I've been into the electronic music scene or club scene or whatever kind of music scene, um, of it's always been this struggle between cultures, and I, I don't know. At some point, you have to share the same yeah. space. <laughs> With equal and with equal respect for person and not necessarily woman, gay, straight or whatever. And I hope that COVID has calmed people down a bit or I opened hope, some I eyes. Hope this, I really hope the same. But if you look to Tulum hmm. at the moment, uh, every party is open and every big name is playing, playing, playing now. And I think uh, changed, nothing changed. Sure. Well... Those big names that are people want to hear, is that a problem? I don't believe there's a problem with that. What I think is, is that these DJs have also deserved to give the people what yes. they enjoy and that they enjoy them. So now, with that said, there's still also levels, right? There's levels. So those big names that are doing what they do, there should be yes. a number of levels so that there's so that everyone has a, a space. Right. So I think this is happening. I think this is happening. Um, and I think that even the bigger names are starting to support others that are not up there with them because they're already there. I think this yeah, is also beginning right. to happen. Yes, they open, it opens some minds. With those names we call big names, um, they've worked how many years? Ten years, maybe five. Some of them worked maybe three years, but they've worked a long time to get to the point where they are. At some point, I also think it's maybe a bit much that they are always being heard. And um, next to them is not someone that's not as popular as them at being heard on the same stage. I think this could be a good this could be a good thing. Um, but let's see how let's see how what happens when we get back <laughs> to normal. If we've learned anything, you know, I hope that at some point we've learned how to coexist and get back to fun i went out the other day just for shopping before before uh, the holiday uh and i walked outside and everyone was just <laughs> absolute mad you know uh lines here and there people on the street and trash everywhere mother nature is getting destroyed and i was like going okay this this time that we've been down and we've been in our homes and when you get out you would just go just go yeah. mad you know <laughs> and i i hope that doesn't well, i hope the, that doesn't hurt the whole us to go uh thing is mad for our mother nature the whole COVID test the whole um um hand um uh, hand covers and mask covers and this is all waste waste <laughs> everywhere so yes we don't fly that much okay but <laughs> the The, the the yeah the tests and all the stuff it's packaged in and the medicines is all like yeah. right everyone is really working hard to you know get back out there um you worked as a dj and bartender um 
Which which one of those came first? Or did they come together? Uh, or how did that came work out? First, I was 19 or 20. Oh, I was 18. I started at the Flucati uh, uh, cashier. Well, not as wow, a cashier, how is it? Wardrobe. I started as a wardrobe. Yeah, wardrobe. Yeah, and, uh, got a little bit, huh? Then I was a cashier. Cashier? I think. English, He can jump in, yeah. Yes, and then um, I um, stopped bartending more than 10 years ago. So since a long time, I, I know bartender anymore, but DJing, yes, still. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and um, uh, then I, I worked as a deputy managing director for a cafe. Yes, and one year later, I opened my own cafe in Schwabing. And uh, wow. one year later, my first restaurant, it was in Dachau, where I, where I came from. Dachau is in the east of, north Fantastic. of here. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yes, and mm-hmm. then another year later, my second restaurant. And then I converted the cafe into a restaurant. Yes. Yeah, DJ uh, came up pretty short at that time, and I worked a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. For my restaurants, yeah. The gastronomy. Uh, this is this is what you learned a long time ago, or is, this was really what you was trained to do before D, uh, oh, DJing I, was just um, a hobby. Uh, this was learning by doing. For all from all my uh, jobs I had, like uh, working as a waitress, 
working as a bartender and get known to the people they owned the gastronomic uh, thing, the, the club, the restaurant, the bar, and I was sitting with them and then, oh yes, and I learned it. I don't know, we made festivals on the help of the, with the um, personal, with the personal stuff, yes, the personal stuff, and because I studied fashion, journalism, and communications, um, writing a lot texts for the PR, for the clubs and the restaurants, and for with this knowledge, everything came together. That's kind of part of being also being creative, and and um, and what did you do with this? What would you do? What did you do with this? Did you model or anything? No, did you I make to get fashion? a stylist <laughs> for magazines and stylist, stuff like okay. this, yes. But now there is no bars, no DJ gigs. Are you experimenting and finding other kinds of work to earn money? Since, uh, yeah, since I graduated from university, I... I worked, uh, I had freelance, many freelance uh, jobs in, in that um, communication thing. Lucky you, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, more than less. Um, and so I had a second mainstay. At some years I did it more, uh, worked more, and some years less. So yes, after my restaurants, I knew I wanted to became become a mother. I wanted to become a mother, and I know I wanted to have more music music around me. I wanted to because of when 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 I did restaurants, there was no time for that anymore. So so this made me very sad. It was so much stress with the restaurants that I said, okay, it's too much for me. I, I, I stop it. And so I get off at the restaurants and I was more DJing. Um, I became part of the Harry Klein family. And in the end I got pregnant too. So yes, but and after that I worked more uh, in the communication stuff. Okay, so you did, so you did find something else to do with yeah. doing COVID. <laughs> That's cool. So you started off DJing. 14 years ago. 14, 15 years ago. What DJs or musicians were your first influence? Did you collect music? Did you were you always into music? Were you? Uh, uh, it was music a part of your family's life, or? My mother listened uh, to a kind of music which was different. The mothers of my friends. Yes, I uh, grew up in the Bavarian countryside, so my mother was is an artist and get uh, divorced in the 80s and it was really like Ooh. <laughs> what and she was listening to Klaus Nomi and Tom Waits and Sam Brown and yeah I don't know it wasn't it, it was not electronic music but it was another kind of music so I think this it shaped me a bit yeah it shaped you a bit yes and then going to having party at the Alabama Halle in the middle of the 90s I didn't know that was no no special DJ as this one. At that it was time. the music at it all. It was trance or before yes and. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember this, yeah. I think they were who back in those days was like, uh, what's his name? Not Tom Novi, but DJ uh, Hitchhiker and 
And, you're talking, yeah, right. Uh, Dream of Unity was the party and uh, right. stuff like that. Dream of Unity. Oh my God. You're bringing back so many memories. Oh God, this is crazy. Do you think that um, the Munich scene is is it a good scene? Can it be better? Everything can get better <laughs> always, but no, I think it was a good scene. Yes, yes. Many clubs for that, that we don't have so many um, tourists. Like in Berlin, you have many, many tourists there. They come, they came, come there for, for going on a party. But in Munich, it is not like, like that. And therefore we have many clubs. Uh, yes, the scene is, is quite good. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. do, you, do you think, you think the Munich scene um, has a, a international stage to present something that only Munich can deliver? The problem is what we, what Munich is missing is um, some names, artists, but I don't want to say big names, but most of them who are good uh, and they, they, they leave Munich, yes? They, they move to Berlin, they move to London, and then they are away. It's like Tilly. Yes, Tilly is a Munich girl. She really influenced and she really yes shaped me a bit because when she started DJing, I I saw her. She was a woman, and I thought, hey, she's really cool. And we were really good friends at that time. Yes, she was playing for Dominic Danielli or Severin Stickel parties, uh, and she was really yes, yes. Yes, and then she gets well known, and then she moved, and then she was away. She is not talking a lot about Munich sometimes, and you, but yes, um, it was the same with it was the same with Virginia. But, I remember Virginia was I know I know Virginia for a long time. I watched her I watched her grow as a DJ, um, and she also left. You're right. Uh, everyone that start. Uh, kind of made their way here, left Munich. Why do they leave Munich? Virginia, I think, really gets well known when she was in Berlin, when she, before she was known, but not that way, like in Berlin, I think so. No. Well, she, she was known because uh, I, I've, I've, I've watched her kind of grow, and I think she yeah. grew out of Munich. I am... Um, uh, um, Toby Neumann, he left. Neumann, he left. But he ha he is uh, now in a in a relationship with a Munich girl, and now he is very often here. <laughs> okay, so he's at least coming back to his, his stomping grounds. <laughs> Woody, no, Woody, he didn't come from here. No. Yes, uh, the Tanker brothers are still no, here. I yes. Yeah, right. They they, they 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 made a really yes. big impact for Munich, I think, in the last five years. Really, I'm really proud of them. Uh, I'm really proud because their music is from a whole nother angle that we know from Munich, and they really did did their own thing. And they really, what I have to say, is underground, and they, they didn't. They really did uh, what a lot of people weren't doing in Munich. They put Munich on the international stage, shall I say. Yes. And there's Inalea. You know them? No. 
No, I don't. Yes, there were there were residents at the Heraclad as well, only one one time every third month, and they are really well now known now. I think it's also good for Munich. Yes. Yeah. Have you had any um, professional music training at all? Uh, oh, something like classic music. Oh, I played the, I had piano lessons when I was a child. Mm-hmm. You have some. You have some releases out, right? The last one uh, I did together with Oana Leka is out on Enough Music. It's called Important Thing. Yes, it's a, there's a remix by Guido Schneider. I think I like that release pretty much. But I have some stuff on my computer, but I'm sometimes I'm too shy or not. Uh, yes, to go to get out of it. Yes. Well, you can't yes. be shy in this game. I'm working uh, on that Elma, now. This you know, is you, my, my yeah, latest yeah. Uh, project. Work on my music productions. Um, be happy with it in the end. And say, all with it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. look up what happens. Are you are you doing anything to better your production skills? What are you doing to better your production? Are you practicing? Are you actually working on doing? Listening to a lot of music uh, and, uh, and improving night times when I have time. But this was really hard last years with the with the kids. But now I think in the next one year it will grow up, and I think in the next years. Spend a lot of time mm-hmm. on, on that. Are you are you really hungry? I mean, hungry to finish. Are you really hungry I'm to finish hungry music? Hungry to learn more. Before, when I was younger, okay. I was hungry for party, music, and party, and dive into it. But now I'm I'm more hungry mm. to dive into the music, not the party. And, uh, don't waste the time on a party. Waste the time. <laughs> Yes, I, uh, I always thought uh, now when you get 40 or you get 50, you can't be a DJ anymore. You can't be. And I, and I thought, okay, there's a DJ. And if you're a DJ, you don't have to be a producer. Yes, not not every DJ is a good producer and not every producer is a good DJ. So sometimes there, some people are blessed. They are good DJs and good producers. Yes, and I had them. Yes, the same. But I think I'm a better DJ. Then a producer, but I I will work on this shit <laughs> and um, right for getting better. Yes, but this take needs time. I then I didn't have the time the last years. Being that you know, you really know the Munich club scene. You've played at many popular, um, well-known venues, um, and um, I understand we are not promised anything in the nightlife yet but what do you feel the munich scene would be like or and and will it thrive again do you what does munich need to do to thrive again to to be you know really good again what do what do we need here in munich thrive means what do we need to do to be have the munich scene very powerful uh, shouldn't munich shouldn't be afraid afraid of what others thinking about it yes what you are what should you go to munich when you have berlin and germany is munich should have its own standing and munich is good in that then it will grow yes have its own standing for your for your own from your own personal point of view from what you've learned from the munich scene what could be better 
for 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 the club culture and DJ culture and the you know the nightlife scene what what is what is missing the Munich sound is missing the clubs should be created like not looking uh, for what is what the people like they go to Berlin what is Munich stand for it so mm. I think the Blitz Club did it like that many people said ah, it's too Munich it's too it's not so dirty yes this is Munich okay and the Harry Klein they're still in, in, in the 90s feeling you come and many people say, oh it's uh, the club is yes it's funny but isn't that what we need today I, I don't know yes probably is, is that what we need today I don't know because you can't find it anywhere so we don't need a bar 25 um, bar 25 um, wood built thing this is not Munich I think so probably I don't know okay yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, it, it, I'm trying to understand. I personally am trying to understand. Um, I like um, a lot of the clubs you mentioned before, and we had great times. We had great times. I think Blitz was also fantastic. Um, you, we've had uh, Harry Klein has also done their thing over the years. They're very, very motivated and dedicated, which is really a good thing. Um, I think um, uh, the guys over at Pasha was working very hard what was the what was the underground club that closed down uh it was one that closed down just before um, um just before the um uh, pandemic ah, the, the old M -P -P uh, yeah yeah M yeah mma yes that it was great yeah, this is the problem munich that they, they don't have enough space for flats and uh, for, for, for the living uh, part so they closed I would have to say that it would be great that Munich um, clubs and promoters do a lot more for the residents. Support, yeah, Su support them not only by not only by booking, but but the live streams are doing this now. I think uh, I played many live streams now, a lot for many for for Harry Klein, but I think in every other live streams of the clubs. Of the Munich uh, Munich clubs, they I think with with this they do more for their residents. That's good. Um, I I I've tried. You know, that's why I do my decisive podcast series because I think that um, for me it's interesting to um, everyone is streaming now, and now it's becoming millions of streams everywhere, and it's becoming a bit overwhelming. I'm talking to a lot of people, and they're talking about how many. It's too many streams, and no, and everyone's divided everywhere around the world, and it's kind of, and it it would be great to see. I think it would be great to see like uh, all night or all weekend Munich thing where the club, where the where the where the streams went from club to club, and not separate the clubs. Uh, separate the clubs. Harry does this, and so and so does that, and so. Um, this is a form for me, a form of Talking unity, right. and great. Let's do together. You know, and I and I'm watching. I'm trust me. I'm sitting here with my podcast, and and, I'm, and me as a DJ, you know, I'm wondering where I fit in. You know, I'm trying to do my best to contribute to what I love the most. What I love the most about our culture is the music, and those 
people and those artists that take risks to um, do music which is not always being heard all the time and they stand behind this music um i think this to me they challenge me they challenge me as a dj i feel like i've i've heard a lot because there's so much great young talent coming up um, for instance let's go with alien tape they're breaking <laughs> they're breaking boundaries it seems like munich is so small that not everyone wants to be in the same space at the same time for some reason I don't know why that is, but it feels so. It would be very great to connect it. Yes, we have a Saturday night, and um, every Munich, uh, each Munich club has its own DJ role. Yes, this time, and then you can switch around. Right, right, and you go from you go from time. It's like it's like booking club, like a, a, a stream of clubs being booked in munich only based in munich like this they berlin has this berlin is supporting only they have a stream where they're supporting only the berlin djs and munich is not yet to do that it's united we stream munich no how was it called because um Harry klein had one munich stream for united we stream but Again, this unity and this um, stand together to support artists that are really, really serious. Uh, I mean, I'm talking about really guys that are their life kind of depends on these jobs. For example, hmm? um, Fabrique. Fabrique was really impressed me because no matter what big name came to Munich. They always had their back. They always had the residents back. They gave them support if they wanted to. They helped them. They helped them with their label. They helped them. They did a lot of things to develop, help develop. Not only just put them on the stage and say, "Here, DJ." That the Harry Klein did this before ten years ago. Um, Danka Brothers, Dario was a resident of, uh, and Julieta was it, and uh, and. Terry Klein, yes. And, and they had a label and they supported them really, really a lot. I think it was uh, co-working together. Harry Klein helped them a bit and yes, and they, but then everything broke up and new DJs came and but it was not like... That would be... That would be great to see something like that again. I would. That would be really wonderful. You know, that'd be really wonderful. Hmm. Well, But we have to talk about the connection thing. I have a idea. Here's a very challenging question. Maybe I'm not sure, but easy, but easy. It's not so bad. Don't worry. Relax. Do you think it is important to set new goals in your life? What new goals have you set lately? Are there any money? Uh, fresh, uh, finish uh, important projects, whatever. Are there any major goals that you have? I have a major goal. I want to be a good mother and um, be there for my family. But as well, I want to grow up in music and DJing and producing and probably to get a bit more fame for that what I'm doing. Yes. And I, I have the the goal to do this in 10 years, not only now and 
still in 10 years, I think. So not to say, ah, oh, no, I'm too old and nobody wants to hear me and my my kids are laughing. Oh, my old mother is up. So, yes, because of all that um, streaming, the stream you can play to humanity, good human time. And I have to go to, um, yes, successful in the things I love to do. Okay. That, that would be your goal, huh? Be a good mother. Be successful with the things you like to do. Uh, how about production? Be a... <laughs> I want to have some well-known productions. Not hit on my own. Yes, you're right. On my own. <laughs> it's nice to talk to you because um, when you brought up all of these clubs, I forgot all these clubs, all the places that were really great places uh, on in the growth of Munich um, in its time, you know, and that's, that's, so that's some good positive things um, that um, we can re, uh, think back of those times when we were just wild and crazy and free um, and, uh, and enjoying ourselves. Um, what was your musical vision for this episode of the Decisive Podcast Series? Did you have any um, inspiration of why you selected certain tracks or you just said okay um, I'm just going to do a mix yeah as on normally well, with every podcast or mix I do it's an emotional thing I I thought out some songs and then I listen to them and then I yes it comes from inside I don't know I don't say I want to play Yes, sometimes I think I want to play harder or play softer. I want to scream a bit, but then I start and then probably I change everything. And so I have some older stuff inside. Uh, three or four songs are older than 10 years. That I wanted to do because I thought, yes, we are talking, I thought about talking about 15 years of DJing with Garden Club, Flukati, Chaka Chaka, Partisan, and so, but not so many old, but yes, yeah, and a mixture of what I am at the moment, a bit of minimal stuff and a bit of, yes, not uh, housey, yes, how housey, dreamy, yeah, I don't know. You are a housey and dreamy kind of thing, aren't you? <laughs> when you play, when you play, how how would you describe your, your, your natural, no, your natural from the heart artist style? I know you can probably play this or probably play that, but what would you say is your favorite sound to play? I'm groovy. <laughs> yes. yes, sometimes more sexy, sometimes always sexy, sometimes more minimal deep and sometimes more groovy. And yeah, <laughs> it's a mixture of it. It depends on how I feel at this moment or how I feel normally with the audience or so but when I'm on my own so like the feeling I have inside but how do you want the audience to feel what do you want them to experience when you play to be swallowed to come inside mm -hmm. and be into the music like not like this is not like me I'm more like coming inside but not, not organic house no not 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 deep not like um not slow not too more like yes a bit hypnotic yes hypnotic yes 
it's not easy, not so easy to explain and describe it in, in English. In German, it would be easier for okay, me. Okay, say it auf Deutsch. Ich mag Musik, die einen verschluckt, die auch ein bisschen melancholisch ist, aber doch einen nicht, nicht zu sehr traurig macht, in der Seele berührt und aber auch dann wieder ausspuckt und, und fröhlich und groovig sein lässt, ja, diese Verbindung. It has to touch the heart, but it has also to make you happy and groovy. It's a mixture of melancholic, happy. Okay, good. Well, with that said, I really want to thank you for joining me today for the Decisive Podcast Series number 73, Munich Exclusive. Yeah, I look forward to hearing some of your new sets and some of your new music when it's released. I have to thank you, Roberto, for having me for your podcast series. Yes, happy to have the interview with you. And yes. And I hope, and I, I really want to thank you for challenging yourself <laughs> to speak English with me. I'm proud of you for that. Um, and... Uh, With that said, I just want to thank you for um, challenging yourself to do that with me. And I look forward to hearing more from you. Yeah, thanks for that. So talk to you soon.
Yeah, yeah.